1: Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, your daily live NHL show, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Monday, May 8th. And uh, we've got some interesting developments going on in our uh, <laughs> in our uh, play in these playoff series as it is right now. We saw Carolina route the Devils in the first couple of games, and then the Devils turned that one around, flipped it on its head, and brought the same energy right back to Carolina. There we're seeing Seattle and Dallas just trade blow for blow in their series, as well as the Edmonton Oilers respond. And uh, as Alex has up on his screen there the least surprising thing of all of it, the Leafs going to leave and they did things are coming back to being normal in this world as it is right now. But I mean, just in terms of this weekend's action, so money, I'm, I'll go to you first in, in terms of the breakdown of what went wrong with this Leafs team for them to be in a whole three Oh right now.
2: So I think we have to start obviously with the, uh, with uh, where's, where's Austin Matthews? Where's Marner? right? Like they haven't gotten any production from, from their top end guys, which is, which is what you need. Now, I'm not, I'm not a lack of effort guy. I refuse to say that professional athletes are not putting in the effort. I think that that's lazy. And I think that's also insulting as well, right? Like these guys didn't make it to this level being lazy, right? Um, I think that what you got to do is ask why they haven't shown up. Right. So I think there's, there's, there, there's a personnel issue, right? So, like, you you played that um, Tampa Bay series. Tampa Bay has the top-end talent, but they also play heavy throughout their lineup, right? I think Austin Matthews is hurt. I think he's carrying an injury, which is probably going to come out later. Um, and then so you went into this Florida series, um, and Paul, Paul Maurice mentioned this after game one, that he expected a more physical series, and the Toronto game plan was that, they were going to um, try to skate with Florida and hopefully Florida would get undisciplined, take their penalties and kind of, they, were, they, would, try to, they would try to Oilers the Panthers, right? Um, and, then, and, then, and then make them play on the power play. But when you have a Florida team that's on top of their game right now, they're not running around. They're playing disciplined. They're actually playing sound defensively as well, right? Like you're not, you're not getting that. So um, I think that it's not a lack of effort. It's that Toronto doesn't have the personnel to play the way that they wanted to play against Florida and Florida is not letting them. And so I think that um, Paul Maurice expected a more physical series. That's not happening. And I, I don't, when when florida's playing at this level i i don't think you can outskate them so um i it's just not working out and like i don't you're not going to change your game plan now right so i mean you just got to hope that you get the breaks now
1: yeah. And I see people in the chat here saying that uh, they'd be looking for like a Leafs price or maybe the Leafs uh, aren't as dead as the average O3 team there. I see that from Dr. Tough guy saying, well, if you are looking for serious prices and you're trying to figure out what the best way to go about it, or maybe you're looking for uh, how the market has shaped things into the best place to look would be at Pinnacle because Pinnacle is the world's sharpest sports book and available to bettors in Ontario. You can find out what professional bettors have known for decades. Pinnacle is where the best bettors play you must be 19 plus in ontario please play responsibly not available in the u.s you can check out pinnacle for serious prices like that but uh alex where are you at with this leafs team right now is this basically what you expected to happen
0: no, I didn't expect uh, this kind of just complete unraveling. I mean, it wouldn't have shocked me to see either one of these two teams win the series. Uh, obviously, except we weren't expecting these. We're expecting Toronto to, to get out of the first round, but nobody was really expecting uh, Florida to be, to be in this spot. And they just continue to roll that momentum. I and mean, we talked about that in game one. About how you know maybe the momentum of them winning Game Seven on the road in overtime they can carry that over where you know it was a six-game uh, series in for Toronto finally getting over the hump and then having a couple of days to kind of reflect on that maybe Florida was able to keep that momentum going and just kind of you know roll into the Game One and into Game Two and then of course now you go back home it's still a tight game and uh, you know I, I'm I'm kind of glad to see that t- I didn't wake up today on Twitter and seeing a whole bunch of people saying oh you know. That off hit, you know, there should be suspensions. There should be – that should have been a penalty. And, and, yeah, I'm not hearing any of that. That was just one of those fluky things uh, that happens. You know, sometimes the goaltenders is in the playoffs. We saw it happen to Carey Price years ago. And uh, everybody once said that ultimately ended their chance of getting a cup. of back in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, and just sometimes things happen. And, you know, uh, so Monday made a great point where Austin Matthews, it seems like yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense for how invisible he's been is that he's dealing with some kind of a, of an issue and not talking about it. And it kind of goes back to what happened in the Boston series in Florida with uh, Boston's goalie, Leah Solmark. You know, at some point, you can you, know, you can only be a warrior so long before that injury really kicks in and, and now you're hurting the team. And if yeah. Matthews is hurt, he should not be logging 20 minutes. If there's some kind of issue going on at Marner, he shouldn't be logging 21 minutes. Uh, you're going to have to cut their minutes out. Simple as that. do or die spot, if they cannot deliver, then you have to adjust accordingly. And and that seems to have been a a tough thing. So, you know, we're talking about a less than 2% history rate of uh, teams, you know, coming back from down uh, 3 0. We have seen two of them in in the last 15 years, but I don't think this is the one.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, as far as the injury goes with someone who's like saying that could possibly be a thing for Matthews, I would think that that's. a strong possibility here no excuse for it really but like i think that's a possibility we did see him deal with injury for basically this entire season and then have to get through that but as far as it goes for marner Tavares uh to just not show up and just look like they don't want to be on the ice here that's that's unacceptable like that's pretty embarrassing for guys getting paid that much money it's supposed to be the leadership group of this team that is a uh, uh That's between the years and in a heart issue. Uh, That's not a talent or style of play problem. That is just wanting it more than the other person. They don't. And then you saw some flaws with where they were at defensively. And uh, I think that they were built pretty well this year. I think that they were built much more adaptive to today's NHL game in terms of how you have to be in the playoffs. And uh, it kind of just seems like things, uh, the wheels are started to fall off. And then when you have those guys up top who are supposed to be able to drag you through the mud and figure things out on the other side, if they just don't show up, you're not going to be able to win. You're not going to be able to have success. So for them to fall off a cliff like that, pretty embarrassing, to be honest. Like that's just pretty pathetic performance. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, I'll tell you guys. Yeah, like I say, I say this like, I, I know that like Connor here is like Zach and Panthers gear makes me sad though. But yeah. like I, I, I'm cheering for this to be done in four so that like I don't have to have this like my time wasted because it's like yeah. Yeah. it's it's if you were to look at this in, in terms of any other team, I feel like there could actually legitimately be some type of real hope or belief that this could go seven and you could find a way back into this one. But again, it's like what I just said there. When you when you don't have like the balls, when you don't have the heart to fight through it, I don't see these guys winning four straight here. So money, like if you were to, when we were in the spot where we were before, where you're looking at this one saying, okay, you got to win four of the next five. I, I, that was more believable that now to be down three Oh and have to win four straight to me, like what we saw last night is a very clear indicator of the type of balls that these guys have and it's it's non-existent and that's not the type of mentality that can get you through to uh, to win four straight so like i'm like yeah you know what wednesday get me through this one get it done we'll move on and not pretend like this is a team that has the mentality to be able to win the stanley cup not the skill not the build i think those things were were there it's the mentality of those top guys in my opinion
2: we also have to give the Panthers credit too right like they yeah. they have changed the way that they're playing this series right like this is yeah. the way that they're playing is not what we expected they're not playing on discipline they're not taking the penalties that 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 they were taking throughout the season even in the Boston series right they've really cleaned up on their own end too so and I mean it's tough to play a team like that and but like that's the playoffs right so yeah. um and and like I as I said, like Toronto went into the series with a certain game plan and Florida is not letting them get there. So I yeah. I think we have to give the Panthers a kind of credit as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and Sergey Bobrovsky. I mean, we're seeing vintage Bobrovsky. Exactly, yeah. You know, he's making some huge saves and, and you got to give him credit for that because as much as he struggled during the regular season and you know the fact that going into the playoffs that he wasn't the top guy to star but then had to come in and kind of, you know, fill out spots and now, uh, yeah. you know, finally finding his groove and his rhythm. Yeah that, that that's a huge step up for that
1: team. All right, what is going on in New Jersey with <laughs> uh with the Devils and the Canes series there? I, I mean, we're looking at this team you're basically sitting there saying, "Okay, they might be dead. 5-1, 6-1 losses in the first two game games and then they come out 8-4 uh with the win the other day. I mean, it's like this is it felt yearly similar almost after watching them win the other game to what happened in the first round series where they dropped both of the first two games to the Rangers five to one. Now, mind you, those games were in New Jersey and then they went to New York and won the next two. And this one is a little bit flipped here as you had the first two games in Carolina. You come back home, and you win eight to four here, but so many. What is going on with this Devils team? Is this just kind of like the way that they play? It is loose and high-flying, and uh, you're going to end up with situations like this in terms of, hey, maybe you don't have that Vezna kind of goalie, but he's a guy who can help you win some games here, and you're just going to have to battle through these uh, through these ups and downs? Like, what is going on?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, I think for now, this is one of those games where you don't read anything into it. This is just one of those this is one of those games that just happened where a lot of, a lot of stuff just happened. I think, uh, Rod the Bod said it the best in his, uh, in his press conference afterwards, he said that this is the, this is the worst I've ever seen this team play. Right. And like that core has been together for a long time. Rod's been there for a while. So I think this is one of those games where you, you just throw it away. Like there's, right. there's nothing you're going to take you're, that you're going to take from that game on, like on, on either side. Now for the devils, um, yeah i mean they 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 got off to a good start and like things just started snowballing right so credit to the devils they um they were able to jump on carolina early and yeah they they it was just one of those games like there's not there's not much i can say it just snowballed and the devils uh their their top guys showed up they got the line matchups they wanted where they were able to um what 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 Carolina was doing with um Stall and Slavin um, matching them up against uh against the Devil's top guys they were um uh, Lindy Roth was able to get away from that at home so um I would look for that to continue and um I'm more interested in Game Four because I think that'll be a better indication of um okay. if there's anything going on in this series in terms of like how teams are playing on the at, at home and on the road but I think for now uh, Game Three it's just one of those games that I just I just threw away. I didn't even spend that much time on
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was happy with uh, the result. And I said it on a couple of shows regarding that game three with the Devils. If they didn't come out and win that first period, they were going to lose that game and probably get swept out of the series. So they needed what, to do what they had to do. And, and then, like I said, with the situation being different of them, you know, now being back at home, I was a little bit worried, you know, thinking it's a little easier to be down on two and then go on the road. Uh, you know, have that road mentality, not have those distractions and, and find the win. But they were able to do it at home in a, in a big way. And now you've got the goaltending questions uh, rising up again with, with Carolina. And we said that this could be the, the Achilles heel for them because that's what it always pops up in the regular season. You know, they have two goaltenders that you can't rely on health-wise. So, you know, Ranta goes out. Anderson looks bad. You know, you got Piotr Kachekov, who I think is a good goalie. I think he's actually a better goalie than both uh, Ranta and Anderson. But uh, you bring him in cold and he just got completely smoked. And, uh, you know, so it's just one of those things where, yeah, if you're Carolina, you just got to throw that game away. Say, hey, we still got the series lead. Let's split in uh, Newark and then try to wrap this thing up in Raleigh in Game 5.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and Otto uh, here saying Lindy Ruff going to uh, Game <laughs> game 4 prep, searching the rule book to see if you can decline a power play. Uh, that was one yeah. of the crazier things that I've ever seen. But, uh, yeah, and in in terms of with Carolina, I got a question for you guys, because where I was at when he was with the Leafs was this guy was not trustworthy, and that was Freddie Anderson. You kind of see him doing some Freddie Anderson things there in Carolina, and now you kind of bump down to Rantik, Kachekov. Uh, Alex, you talk about Kachekov there a little bit. I think Kachekov is probably better than those guys, but again, maybe it goes to the, hey, not as experienced in the playoffs. If you are Carolina or you're going to be betting on Carolina, back in Carolina, whatever it is, do you have concerns with the goalie situation where you might sit there and think that you might not be able to overcome that, or you think it might it be in a place where it could just be good enough, Alex?
0: Well, I know I think you know they could overcome this. And keep in mind, Piotr Kachenkov was the starting goalie for the Chicago Wolves last summer when they made their run to the H Calder Cup. One of the top scorers on that team as well was Stefan Nason, who's been shining uh, offensively now with the big club. So I wouldn't count him out completely you know, as far as experience goes. Yes, he's not as experienced as Anderson and Ranta, but at the same time, what if Anderson and Ronta won? Nothing. This guy's actually won something already, he won some kind of hardware. Right. So, uh, like I said, I think he's just a better goaltender if you watch his form and, and his poise, his size. Uh, and, and to be this young, he's. I think he's only going to get better. So uh, I would say, honestly, roll with Kachekov, uh at, at this point. And uh, I think they still have a good chance to wrap up this series and go to the next round. Yeah,
2: I think that when um... – I think Freddie Anderson is a poster child for when people complain about, about, about how um, goaltenders you can't you can't predict goaltenders. Um, that's that's Freddie Anderson to a T. Um, I think that um, I would be concerned because he has such a such a high high range in his game. Like there's times that like he looks great. Like in that um, there were times um, uh, game game six against the Islanders, he was outstanding. Right. And then you have like, like the other night where, I mean, he just, he just looked terrible. So I, I would be concerned with Carolina. And this is kind of the issue that comes up sometimes when you're, you're rolling with two or three goalies, right? Like you're always putting yourself in a position where you must make the right decision. Right. And if whatever decision you make, if the goalie struggles, um, now you're always you're always second guessing. So why not go with Ronta if he starts getting healthier, right? Like why, like as Alex said, why not go with Kachetkov? You're 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 always forced to make that right decision, and that and and that becomes really tough during uh, during the playoffs. Right.
1: Yeah, the goalie situation is interesting there, but uh, maybe not as interesting as uh, the one going on in Dallas and Seattle right now as uh, every now and then it looks like Ottinger and Grubauer swap bodies and have uh, have taken on the other one's talents or skill level there and we saw that yesterday with uh, with Ottinger getting lit up. What happened there yesterday so money is Dallas a little bit worried with what's going on with their goaltender.
2: Well, I don't know why it's gotten out. If like um, Seattle is like trying to shoot um, high, high blocker side on Ottinger, if like they found a, they found an edge there. I, I don't know why, why that would come out unless if like, if like, like the analysts have like noticed that while they're watching the game. But it looks like that, that's what Seattle's trying to do. It looks like they've, 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 they found an edge there. So, um, and and we're seeing it play out. And we've talked about Seattle. There, they are. They're they're a team that could be a problem. They do get production throughout their lineup, um, and now Grubauer is starting to play well as well. I think that um, Seattle 16 or 17 goal scorers, right? Like that's 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 insane at this point in the playoffs. So they're getting they're 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 getting production throughout the lineup, and that's they are a problem. I still think Dallas eventually finds a way because I think that the top end talent. For Dallas gets them through, just like the Minnesota series. But um I had this game, I had this series going seven, and um I think that um yes, Seattle is a problem, but I think that Dallas will eventually find a way.
0: Yeah. What are your this thoughts is, on
1: the series, Alex?
0: This is just I mean, I, I had a big bet on Seattle uh plus 125 yesterday, the same way I had a big bet on Minnesota in game three last series. This, this, you know, certain patterns you see with teams uh, where that first road game in a series they tend to, to drop off a little bit, but I believe in their ability to bounce back. Especially Jake Ondra, he's one of those goaltenders like a Vasilevsky that you can bet on uh, off of a loss. You know he's going to play better. And like I said, yeah, they found the you know a little hole in this game where if you go, you said high blocker side, he's more susceptible in nails because he's not getting up anything down low. Uh, he, he's got that well covered. So. You know, it, the adjustments will have to be made. I trust in the board to make those adjustments uh, defensively. The biggest question mark will be uh, high skin and can he come back uh, mm. fully. You know, I haven't heard an, an update yet, but, you know, it's a shot to the face, a little high up in the cheek, so you, you worry about fractured orbital or something that, you know, could require surgery and, and, and take some time away. Hopefully it's not that serious. Hopefully it's something you can just, you know, put a shield on and you know, give him a couple of painkillers and he can roll back out there for game four. So, you know, if you like Dallas like I do, and I've already got a bunch of money uh, pot committed to them, but, you know, you can grab plus plus i I'm seeing uh, one spot, you know, you get plus money on Dallas to win the series. Dallas to win it at six is a bet I have. You can still get that at a a decent enough plus price. uh, If you haven't got that in pocket already, Uh, I, I like Dallas to bounce back in game four and they should still win the series. All
1: right. Final series to talk about the one game on here tonight. And as we look through this and then we get ready to give out best bets and uh, break this game down here for tonight, we will be looking at the bet stamp app and you will see on there as we do so, there are going to be numerous shops holding very different prices available and we feel like the easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books so that you can always get the best odds you don't want to be sitting in a spot where you're looking at maybe a minus 200 when market is sitting at minus 170 on the team that you want to get behind that is the easiest way that you can turn things around and become a better better we recommend using an odds comparison tool like bet stamp to do this bet compares odds across every game of f- every sports book for futures, games, single games, and player props. Save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today in iOS, Android, as well as signing up on the web. And if you see a book here pop up today that you want to sign up for that you don't have already, you can go over to betstamp.app edgework to sign up. The link is also in the description of this video or podcast, however you're consuming this content. You can click on that link. It'll take you over to the page. Every Everything you sign up for using that page does help support the show but so money we're going to you first here you told everyone to relax after game one they come out flying game two even things up here in vegas one one is the series between edmonton and the golden knights now you head back to edmonton uh where are you at with the oilers is your thought process kind of still the same as it was entering the series how are you feeling right now
2: i'm feeling great i think that uh that the Oilers, they, they, they've shown the world now that what like we've been talking about for for a while, these are not our big brothers, Edmonton Oilers. They're not a soft team. They're very, um, they can they can play with you physically, um, and they they've got they've got size throughout their lineup. They've got size on the back end, um, and if you're as Patrick Kane, so. I mean, not Patrick and Evander King. Sorry, Alex. Uh, as a as a Evander King so eloquently pointed out, um, if we're going to run around, they're going to make you pay, right? So, and I'm paraphrasing, right? So, <laughs> I think that um, um, I'm I'm fine with the with the with with, the, with with the Oilers game, even in even in game one, um, <clears throat> that 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 was Vegas' ceiling, right? Uh, we knew that there was. There was not much better that they can play after that game, and even with that, even with the um, with the adjustment that the Oilers had to make from the King series, um, the Oilers are in a position where they can overcome those kind of mistakes as well. So, um, as long as the Oilers keep um, keep doing what they're doing, there um, they they started in Game Two trying to um, get the get the puck out quickly from their from. from from their defensemen. They're trying to generate speed through the neutral zone, which is what Vegas is trying to take away from them. And of course, when Vegas runs around, uh, the Oilers just go on the power play. So I think if they just keep doing what they're doing, um, they're fine. Again, the line's inflated for tonight. Um, I I don't have a play on the side. Um, I've only bet the Oilers twice pregame, this whole playoff run. And that was games one and two of this series. So. yeah, I I I can't bet at this number. It's uh, in the in the in, in the mid one seventies, one eighties, I think I think okay. that's where it should be. But uh, it's a little inflated, but um it's not it's not enough for me to bet to to bet Vegas either.
1: Oh, you're not on the Golden Knights tonight, so Money?
2: <laughs> so I try to keep this show um PG so um I won't uh I won't talk about how I truly feel about Slam Deal, but um, no, I'm not <laughs> I, I'm 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 not on Vegas tonight. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Alex, would you be uh, interested in getting behind Vegas tonight at this plus 160 price? Would maybe the Oilers price be in range for you, or is there another way you might look to bet this one?
0: No, I'm definitely not uh, going against Edmonton right now. This power play is just absolutely electric, and, and it's fun to watch. Uh, you know, just to see a power play unit click like that, and, you know, it makes you wonder, why can't we see that more often? Why can't, you know, why do teams struggle so much with it? Obviously, there's a, an abundance of talent that Edmonton has, but I've seen so many teams that were talent heavy with their power plays It just could not string it together the way that Edmonton's doing it right now. So it, it's truly a, a joy to watch as a fan, but as a better, there's no value anywhere I see uh, in this game. There's no way to take Edmonton. I had Edmonton team total over three and a half last game, got that in the first period. So that was lovely. But, uh, you know, even looking at that, you know, you're still probably going to be seeing, uh, you know, a much more inflated number. I'm seeing, you know, minus $1.45 for three and a half. So $1.34 pinnacle, that's, that may be something that would be in range, but other than that, everything else is kind of, uh, pricing me out. Yeah.
1: Looking at this now here, um, uh, minus 134 pinnacle for the Oilers team, total three and a half there, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I guess so. Yeah. No, go ahead, Some money.
2: No, no, I was gonna say one way that I have been trying to bet Edmonton in a sense is, um, I've been betting uh, Evan Bouchard points, um, yeah, um, o- over, over zero point, o- over half a point. Um, I think that when I, I, I did play it earlier, I, I, I played it at the high minus 120s,
1: I think he's mid minus 130s or. Mm. Evan Bouchard point is currently sitting at minus 180 here.
0: But his power play point is uh is in like, like minus 120 range. Yeah. That's about 2125. Which that might be a better value anyway.
2: Yeah, so I I'm not that that moved quite a bit. Yeah, so that's <laughs> um that's that's the way I've been playing it. Uh I, he's 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 getting power play time, he's getting he, he's getting all the minutes. Um yeah, and he's and he's been playing playing outstanding. So, um, unfortunately, that's been moved out of range as well, though.
0: Yeah, for for those watching who like to bet parlays, you know, maybe taking a Bouchard, Drysaitel, McDavid uh, parlay for power play points along with Edmonton to win. That's probably a, a good way to attack things.
1: I got a question for you guys. With how we're seeing this guy score the clip that he's scoring at right now when Leon Dreisaitl, um Dr Tough Guy brings it up here in the chat as a Vegas batter Leon's 38% shooting percentage in the playoffs gives me hope. Can that can't be sustainable, right? Is what he's saying here. Um curious your guys thoughts on it because in theory, yeah, like that should come down at some point, but based on how he's performing so money, is this is this sustainable for Draymond to continue to do?
2: I love the Dr Tough Guy name. I think I'm going to take it. <laughs> no, <that's> a- <laughs> No, I think um it's it's not sustainable long term, but but we're not dealing with large sample sizes in the playoffs, right? So yeah. um it could continue in the playoffs. I I I I wouldn't bet on it continuing, but even even if it doesn't, um there's there's tons of scoring throughout that lineup too, right? Like we're yeah. still seeing um we still haven't seen McDavid take it to that next level, which which we know he's capable because he he broke a grown ass goalie last year, right? So so <laughs> with with Markstrom, right? So so we're seeing we're seeing we we know McDavid can take it to that level. We know that they're scoring throughout the lineup. So no, I I don't think Drysaddle's clip is is sustainable long term. But um, there's there's depth throughout that lineup.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I would agree with that too. And like I said, you know, Dress Saddle for as I mean, as hot as he's been, uh, yeah, there should be some drop-off, but I don't think it's gonna be too much drop-off. like I said, you know, Connor McDavid's been facilitating him most of those passes, uh, setting up those goals. And like I said, he hasn't gotten into a rhythm yet either. So that might be the one thing that, that's that ends up slowing dry saddle down. If McDavid uh and Bouchard and some of these other guys continue, you know, get get hotter than they are. Uh, right now, then that could take away. I am mean, there's only one puck, right? So that that's kind of the, the thing to look at. I, I grabbed the uh, dry settle at ten to one to win the con Smythe before the last game, and now I'm seeing five to one, six to one. So I'm glad to have that in pocket if uh, this continues.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, no best bets then for tonight. Nothing official to lock in. Some things that you could take a look at if you had any interest would be the. Uh, Go ahead. So Sorry,
2: um, can, can we bring up? Um, I I think I said Bouchard points. Uh, can, can we bring up Bouchard? Um, it was the uh, it was the assist.
1: Yeah, bring that up here. It is currently sitting at minus one thirty there for yeah, Bouchard assist. Yeah, that's assist. yeah that
2: that's that's that, that's what I was playing. I think I I think I said points. Um, I meant to say
1: the assist. You want to lock this in here? Would this price be okay at minus one thirty then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, wow, Mm -hmm. that moved a lot from minus 120 this morning to minus 180 on the points. But okay, there you go. Now we do have an official bet for tonight. Uh, Minus 130. Uh, Evan Bouchard, anytime assists or over 0.5 assists. So We'll lock that in as an official pick for tonight. But outside of that, a couple things you could take a look at, not official though. Uh, over three and a half goals for the Oilers. And Alex, what would you be comfortable playing that to? What price would you be interested in if you were going to look at that?
0: I mean, it's already 134, so I wouldn't go anything past 140 personally. Okay. And uh, so
1: one official pick for tonight. Pull it up here on the screen for people to look at. But we are currently looking at Evan Bouchard anytime assists or over 0.5 assists minus 130. Play a full unit on that one. So our only go- only bet in tonight's game. But for everyone out there watching, if you do want to track along the picks throughout the course of the playoffs, see how we've done. You can check that out in the bet stamp app in the find better section as edgework hq. See how we've done all season. See how we've done in the playoffs obviously honestly transparency those are the most important things to us here so making sure we continue to show you the prices we're getting the closing line on these how much we're betting on everything roi all that kind of stuff is available there on the bet stamp app you can check it all all out our player props season long as well as individual game basis you can check out and compare how we've done in each category as well but To everyone who watched here today, if you haven't subscribed here to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel, not sure what you're doing, make sure to do that now. And if you haven't hit like, smash the like button as So Money has up on the screen. Smash it, hit that like button, show some support here to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel. We will be back here tomorrow for more picks and previews. So Money, Alex, thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this. Look forward to seeing you both throughout the rest of the week. Alex, I'll see you ahead of the Leafs game. And so, Money, you might just be getting a shell of myself on by Thursday morning. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens on Wednesday. But to everyone here who showed up today in the chat, who's watching back, thank you guys for the support. Alex, so Money, thank you guys for taking the time. Look forward to seeing you guys this week. And to everyone in the chat, we'll see you guys back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time for more picks and previews. And as well, you can check us out tonight for a live watch-along on the Hammer HQ as we do a uh, a draft, draft lottery watch-along. So make sure to go and check that out. But guys, thank you so much. See you back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Good luck on your bets tonight.